Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Hello, guys, and welcome back to My Dad Wrote a Porno. We're on episode two. Um, I was going to say we're whizzing through it, but we're not, are we? <laughs> Very much at the start of this misadventure. Um, how are you, James? Yeah, I'm good. Excited to be back at the wedding. One of the most highly anticipated weddings of the year, I would say. I would say the most highly anticipated wedding of the year. More than Meghan and Harry. Oh my God, it makes that look fucking shit now. That was <laughs> years ago. Who cares? Oh God, who even attended? Seriously, Oprah. Boring. <laughs> I would say this is more star-studded though. Who wouldn't want Bella at their wedding? Who wouldn't potentially want... Father of the Bride, Mr. Mars Charkover de Klotz. <laughs> well remembered. <laughs> I've been practicing that for a week. Do it again. <laughs> Who wouldn't want Mr. Mars Charkover de Klotz there? <laughs> it is quite the ensemble, isn't it? Um, maybe we'll meet some more guests this app. Well, you know who we want to meet, don't you? Who? The man behind <gasps> the pillar. Of course. Who is it? Right, so, so you feel pretty strongly, James, that it is Bish. I'm not so sure, Al, where are you? Referred to as the Phantom, so I don't even know if only maybe Belinda can see this presence. Oh, a ghost. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. If she gets fucked by a ghost, I'm literally <laughs> leaving. That's it. <laughs> Lots of people very frustrated that we didn't find out who the special one was in Chapter 1. Did they really expect that, though? I know we hoped, but did they really think that he would deliver? Well, there's a tweet here, Alison, it says... What the fuck? I'm not listening anymore. And that's from me. <laughs> you know you can just tell us direct. Don't feel like you have to tweet. Just saying. Do you think we'll find out this chapter? Will it just go on and on and on and on? Well, look, I think you just need to settle down and start enjoying the story. It's going somewhere. South, swiftly. <laughs> I just want to jump right back in. Because we've got through all of that boring bit with the, the vows and stuff. Oh, we're yeah. actually at the point where you can object, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it ended when the vicar said, Dearly beloved, <laughs> if anybody has anything else to say, um, <laughs> so anything shady. could happen. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God, imagine what the reception's going to be like later on. I don't. Oh, I it, imagine that's this chapter, no? If we get that far. Oh, yeah, it took us quite a while to get through just that first bit of the wedding. What if this whole book is the wedding oh, <laughs> oh god it's just 24 hours like the clear up as well just like the minutiae oh, of a god, wedding yeah. like the bits you don't really care about like somebody on car park duty yeah that annoying bit at the end of the night where <laughs> everyone's trying to find the taxis he'll do a whole chapter on taxis i went mad at a wedding recently and i just became coach monitor i was like oh, really? we need to get out of this field and back to somewhere that's serving alcohol and you know me, I have one drink a night. But I, I was, was going to say, that's so unlikely. I had, I had a high-vis vest on, I had a clipboard. And oh, I was that's just why. Like, I was like a woman possessed. You knew the way to their hearts was one more drink. People more drink. were joking around and I was like, we can have fun when we get there. Okay, one, two, three, this one. <laughs> one, two, three, that one. So do you guys want me to start reading chapter two? I do. I, I do. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Throw the bouquet. Okay, so Belinda blinked for chapter two. Tony's Secret. <gasps> Uh, 
The organ growled out its duty. <laughs> what organ? Which organ? <laughs> oh, like the piano organ. Yeah, not... Not, not Tony's cock. <laughs> not, not the appendage. <laughs> the organ growled out its duty. The church bells rang and Tony and Giselle left the church with a new symbiotic relationship the world called marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That was all for naught. The wedding's over. So it was really not important that we finished on the does anyone object bit, which would have been a perfect place to create a cliffhanger and come back with some revelation. Have we not learnt from Dad and the cliffhanger thing? He doesn't know what one is. Okay. And he can't use it, and he shouldn't continue to. So what, they're in a symbiotic relationship that many people call marriage? That the world called marriage, The world yeah. called marriage. Isn't that yeah. what they call, in like natural history, that's what they call things between like two insects, one that like g- gives <laughs> yeah. the other some nectar and another one like builds them a hive or whatever. Mm. You don't usually use it to mean marriage, a symbiotic relationship. Guys, they're literally husband and wife. Yeah. Oh. The Sylvesters then, are they? They are the Sylvesters. I can't imagine she's kept that name. She can't double back. She can't, like, quadruple barrel it, can she? (laughs) Oh. But to Giselle, it was just another step in her life plan. What does that mean? Well, a lot of girls do plan quite far in advance getting married and what age they want to get married and what age they want to have kids. And boys, Jamie. And boys as well, that's true. But girls do, yeah. When I look back at my mood board. Did you have a plan for your wedding? Have you got any... No, but you know, I don't want to get married. Don't want to get married? Didn't make a book? Didn't make a book. Oh my God. Did you hear that? What? That was the sound of millions of hearts breaking around the world. <laughs> Shut up. That was a sigh of relief from men across the globe. Um, no, I like shack up with someone, but I don't want to get married. You want to shag around? I mean, what? No. She doesn't want a symbiotic relationship the world calls marriage. I don't necessarily want a symbiotic relationship that the world calls marriage. But I'll have a symbiotic relationship as long as it's called something else. (laughs) Fair enough. But to her, it was just another step in her life plan. Why does that sound calculated? That Mm. just sounds weirdly manipulative. I mean, it's all pointing to Giselle at the moment. Uh, What, as being the special one? Yeah. Mm. Outside the large wooden front doors... The Steels, Pots and Pans senior sales team held up a series of Oxybrillo Pots and Pans oh, come on. in a triumphant arch. <laughs> I love the idea that they're throwing cooked rice from one of the pans. Just loads of Arborio. That's really stodgy. Right, hang on. Can I bang a pot and pan in celebration at this moment? I mean, yeah, hang on. I mean you haven't asked for a response, but... Shall we be the revellers as well, then? Yeah, OK. OK, okay. so okay. like... Oh, it's a happy Oh, my God, it's beautiful. Look at the bride. God, it's oh. like being there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that wouldn't be a pleasant sound, but I think I would feel really congratulated if you did that. <laughs> I'm not sure that's what that meant. Oh. I think they were just joining them up top in an oh. arch. But, oh, it was um, more of a visual display. Yeah. It's hard enough to, like, carry confetti with you on the day, let alone a fucking saucepan. Yeah, but can keep your confetti in there, keep your wallet in there, keep your phone and your keys. But then hold it up above your head. Like, how far in advance have they created the archway? <laughs> or do they just suddenly I think go suddenly. into formation? Like like a swan's wings coming <laughs> exactly. up. Beautiful. Tony and Giselle walked slowly under it, Kissing each other inappropriately. Inappropriately? <laughs> what, like with tongs? Probably. Down yeah. below. Oh, God. Tony's left hand was already planted in Giselle's buttocks. Oh! <laughs> Does that mean he's like gone down the... Has he gone down the dress? 
An inn? But in the buttocks. Planted. Wedged. Well, he's either gone underneath. I would have thought underneath. Or down, down the, the corset. Unless it's wedged, like the, he's wedged the fabric in. He's gone over the fabric and just like wedged oh, his yeah, hand Oh yeah, maybe in. that's more likely. Kind of like a wedgie. Yeah, he's doing a wedgie with a, with a flat hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony's left hand, so his flat left hand. Mm. Tony's left hand was already firmly planted in Giselle's buttocks, and as cheers of much happiness for the future emanated from the guests, the happy couple climbed into their wedding car and were whisked away to the reception, being held at Sir James Godwin's mansion near Windsor. Windsor? Literally where Harry and Meghan got married. <gasps> it's lovely. We saw it on the TV, didn't we? Didn't Very it look nice. Good, yeah. Not many pots and pans there, though, were there? They missed out on a trick. Mm. Bella, by now, had a wet stain over her crotch. <gasps> oh, God, because she was, like, patting mm. her down in the... Oh, my God, oh. by now. Oh, what? She's not been at it the whole time since, has she? <laughs> Making her white dress somewhat see-through. How wet was it? Wet groin competition. <laughs> oh, God. She caught Belinda by the arm and said, Will I ever be a missus, do you think, Belinda? No. <laughs> Is this day on the cards for me one day? I don't think she's going to make it to the age of 30. Never mind, get married. I mean, if it looks like she's pissed herself at the wedding, no man is going to talk to her. <laughs> she's going to drink bleach thinking it's WKD blue or something. Like, she's not... Brains are going to be a downfall, aren't they? Belinda wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, be- Poor Bella. She's just an inconvenience, isn't she, really? Always the bridesmaid. Never- Actually, not even the bridesmaid. Didn't even make the cut, no. <laughs> Barely a guest, never the bride. <laughs> Always a day guest, never the bride. Belinda wasn't listening. Her head was already puzzling over who she'd thought she'd spied in the church. Oh, yeah. Thank God somebody's thinking about it. Yeah. So where's he gone now? She nodded at the damp Bella and made for her car. The damp Bella. Hello, I'm the damp Bella. (laughs) Also nodded, like, all the best. Great to meet you. Have a great life. Dry yourself up. Bye. Also, she asked her a direct question. Do you think this will ever be for me? And she just nods. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Sure, yeah. Mm. She needed a good, stiff gin and tonic and fast. At the reception building, guests... (laughs) Why does every building need building on the end? (laughs) At the reception building, guests drank the sparkling Australian Chardonnay freely. Belinda had found herself in a gossip bubble. (laughs) (laughs) Help! Stuck in a gossip bubble! Can you be in a gossip bubble on your own, or is a gossip bubble with others? I think you need to be with friends, yeah. How many people make a gossip bubble? And how many can fit in a gossip bubble? Well, (laughs) this gossip bubble consists of four people. Okay. Um, What what I like to think of as a full gossip bubble. Oh, you can't get any more people in. (laughs) (laughs) Belinda had found herself in a gossip bubble with Bella... The Countess Zara of Leningrad. Why the fuck is she what there? What is she doing there? And the Russian devil Grigor Kolansky. Come no. on. There were plenty of times to bring those characters back <laughs> and this is not one of them. Why on earth are they invited to the wedding? Wait, sorry. Do they even know Giselle or Tony? I thought Belinda just bumped into Grigor. <laughs> yeah, with Peter Rouse. Giselle wasn't even there. Oh, so maybe Tony knows them though. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Rocky clearly knows them and needs lots of characters for a wedding scene. <laughs> I can't help but feel they've got no friends. I know. Like, what a weird guest list. Well, this is the ultimate Pots and Pans networking event. Why not double it up? <laughs> Happiest day of your life and a chance to shift some of that fucking Oxybrillo range. Yeah, absolutely. We also have to remember this is Rocky's guest list. So he's literally <laughs> just remembering everyone he's written in the book so These far. are all of my dad's friends now. Have you ever been invited to a wedding where you think like, really, I've made the guest list? <laughs> I yes. actually have. Yeah. yeah, a few. Yeah, where you're like, Honestly, like, of your intimate 
number of friends and family i'm getting invited yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're always small weddings as well they're it's never mortifying like yes but i always go because i love a wedding you do, i yeah. don't i don't go to a lot of weddings actually do you turn a lot down yeah is that bad? What's your reason? <laughs> can't be honest. <laughs> you, don't, or, you don't RSVP, sorry, I can't be no, asked. No, no, no. I kind of have like a semi-rule whereby if I don't know the bride that well, or the groom for that matter, you know, if... The, the one, other half. Yes, if, if, if I don't know them that well. And sometimes I've been invited to weddings, I haven't even met them before. What, either of them? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a star now, James. It's a PA. Um, so yeah, and also just, you know, they're expensive and a lot of people have the same day. Have the same day? Yeah, my sister is getting married later on Oh, I thought you meant all year. the weddings are the same. Like, <laughs> they don't mix it up, they wear a white dress. Boring. <laughs> that kind of is true as well, let's be honest. Like, you've seen one, you've seen them all. I kind of feel, that's why I like abroad weddings, because they're always a bit of a, a knees at party. Abroad weddings? <laughs> I'm going to an abroad wedding. In fact, Rocky Flintstone is giving away one of his daughters. A holiday for two. <laughs> to his daughter's wedding. Um, at uh, a wedding in France next year. He's officiating. No, I'm officiating, Al. You're officiating a wedding? I am, yeah. Who's your sister's My wedding? My sister's wedding, yeah. The Flintstones are mad, aren't they? How do you go? Ticketmaster. Where do we get the tickets? <laughs> Do you want to go? I mean, this sounds ludicrous. They yes. would love to have you, and I'd love to have you too, as my pals. And also, you'll get to hear Dad's father for the bride speech. <gasps> Can you even imagine? It. Why is this the first time we've considered going? <laughs> I'm up for it if you are. The only thing is the classic political decision of are we day guests, night guests, or both? Well, that's the beauty of an abroad wedding. You all stop have calling to it be- an abroad <laughs> wedding. <laughs> What do you mean it's not an abroad wedding? An abroad wedding. Does that sound like something anyone's ever said before? <laughs> Me and James had a lovely abroad wedding in Stop Italy, it. didn't we, we once? say something? We did. We went to an Italy... Yeah. yeah. No, we went to an Italy in, wedding, did we? we? I've been to one in Barcelona. That was a nice abroad wedding. Was that one abroad? Yeah. Uh, it was an abroad wedding. Uh, have you ever had one, now? No, I don't think I have. I've never oh, had Oh, they're really pleasure. good. They're really good. So what's the beauty of an abroad wedding, you were saying? You all are day guests. There are no night guests. Everyone to everything. Exactly. exactly. Oh, sorry. I didn't realise it was an everyone to everything wedding. That's what we call them in my family. It's an everyone to everything abroad wedding. <laughs> there is that spunky little leprechaun on the switchboard. Excuse Sorry, me? what? <gasps> Growled Gregor. Is that code again? <laughs> Does it mean Maeve? I call her Irish. <laughs> oh, it's Maeve. It's bloody Maeve. Who? Maeve on reception. <laughs> there you go, it's Maeve. <laughs> when has he met Maeve? When has he met anyone? Why is he calling the switchboard as well? Get someone's direct number for fuck's sake. Who? Maeve on reception, replied Belinda in a hush. She wasn't invited. Oh, we knew she wasn't invited. She'd only just started, to be fair. But to be fair, Countess Zara's invited. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, but she's Countess. She's Yeah, she's but I mean, up. at least Maeve's met fucking Giselle and Tony. <laughs> yeah. Maeve could at least have been involved in the pots and pans arch at the ceremony. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's got the expertise. She's dealing with them every day. Seriously. She wasn't invited. That... Asked the Countess from under her enormous double-rimmed firecracker of a hat. (laughs) Double-rimmed? How'd she fit that in the bubble? (laughs) It's a double-rimmed bubble, so it's fine. A double-rimmed hat, what, for her pleasure? (laughs) Everyone else's, I think. What's a double-rimmed hat? I think that's wearing two hats. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a straw hat and then a baseball cap on top, (laughs) double-rimmed. Vi... Asked the Countess from under her enormous double-rimmed firecracker of a hat. Firecracker! <laughs> Tony doesn't trust her, interrupted Bella, 
in between bites of whole mini toad in the holes. Whole mini toad in the holes. Why wouldn't they be whole? Why would they already have bites out of them? It's very confusing. What a lovely light bite for a wedding nibble. <laughs> toad in the hole. Batter and sausage. Tony doesn't trust her. He thinks she's not kosher. She's brand new. How does anybody know anything about her? Also, surely Tony employed her in the first place. Mm. We've all seen Tony's interview technique. <laughs> you get straight to the bottom of it, as it were. Zara's one visible eye sparkled. <laughs> the other had been pecked out by a bird earlier in the day. I think that's one of the double rims. Right, oh, I see. It's, it, it's yeah. covered by rims. <laughs> oh, God, gross. Rims. Ooh. Zara's one visible eye sparkled. <laughs> I saw her on Skype once. She looked shifty. What are you talking about? Why did she see her on Skype? Well, I guess they're in business now, aren't they? A, Countess Zara cannot use Skype. She can barely use a fucking typewriter, that woman. She's so old. (laughs) Why do you think she's old? Is she not old? I don't know. I don't think so. You've added that. I don't think she's old. I think she's quite beautiful, isn't she? Yeah, like kind of like... Not that you can't be old and beautiful. But I think she's young and fresh and beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was an old countess. No, I think she's kind of a young Russian beauty. Oh. James, do not feel mad at yourself, though. It's been so long long. since we've heard from these characters. So, hang on. So, Countess Sarah was on Skype with Maeve. Well, maybe Maeve was setting up, like, a conference call. Sorry, who does any business over Skype? No offence, James used to work for them. But, (laughs) seriously. We had a meeting on Skype the other day. But you don't chit-chat on Skype. (laughs) Oh, she looks shifty. What, shifty on Skype? Everyone looks shifty on Skype. That's true. It's a bit like a mugshot, isn't it, Skype? (laughs) It's the resolution. I saw her on Skype once. She looked shifty. A perfect fit for my loose ladies of darkness. I tried to poach the little kitten tail. (laughs) I promised her riches and spice. But she said... (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you some paprika. (laughs) I promised you a thousand pounds and some cumin. (laughs) Some crushed chilli flakes <laughs> and gay and pepper. Spices. Spices. I promised her riches and spice, but she said she refused to budge her sexy little ass. So, hang on. Like, she's a receptionist at a pots and pans company, and she said, mm. would you like to be a prostitute? Obviously, Maeve's a piece of ass, because I don't think I've ever even thought about what Maeve looks like. I thought she was a mousy little librarian. Well, what's interesting about this is that could we add her to the suspect list? Of- well, that's what this is suggesting, but I just feel like... If that's the case, we've been utterly duped by Rocky because he's told mm. us one, two, three, four, jack shit about Maeve. <laughs> I love that Rocky's really pushing Maeve. <laughs> the audience couldn't care less and Rocky's like, no, come on, come on. <laughs> Remember about Maeve? No, no one remembers because you never told us. She's shifty on Skype. <laughs> she must be the special one. Look at her Skype manner. Um, yeah, I feel like he's going to really hit us over the head with Maeve for a chapter now to be like, it's totally Maeve. I don't know if Bella's telling the truth. I mean, Tony hired her after all. Thank you, James. Remarked Belinda sagely. (laughs) Very astute of you, Belinda. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that'll be Bella. (laughs) Sorry, how is that written? Bella blew a wet raspberry. (laughs) She farted. She totally farted. (laughs) Bella blew a wet raspberry. The wetness was obviously important, and that was a very wet one because I'm sat right in front of you. A little spittle landed on the old dog Kalansky's thick top lip, oh which God. he slobbered up greedily. Oh, 
This bubble is a fucking <laughs> hive of disease. Someone pop the bubble now. How do I get out the bubble? I'm going to catch something. <laughs> Belinda continued. The reality is, Grigor, and you aren't to know this being an expert in caviar and not pots and pans. <laughs> Very different worlds, as we've always said. <laughs> but she has to man the phones back at Steele's HQ. After all, the world of the second largest supplier of quality cookware in Europe never sleeps. <laughs> That rolls off the tongue. <laughs> they should write that on the letterhead. Hello, this is Steel's Pots and Pans, the second largest supplier of quality cookware in Europe. <laughs> Maybe speaking. So is she just manning HQ every weekend, all weekend? Maybe. So she's working seven days a week. Bless Maeve. She doesn't look sneaky. She looks tired. Yeah. She's knackered. She's absolutely cream crackered. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. Alice, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? I think I'm supposed to answer seeing you guys. Actually, that's not (laughs) far from the truth. I would just see people more because I feel like particularly we live in a busy city, friends live scattered all over the place. I do sometimes think in busy work times, I miss people and I feel like I don't see enough of people and it always is such a kind of glass topper upper when I get to see somebody. Yeah, totally. It can be really hard to find the time, especially like with work and everything else going on. But sometimes the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to figure out what's important to you and make it a priority. Yeah, but that can be easier said than done sometimes. Yeah, but therapy can help you identify that and find ways to incorporate it more into your daily routine. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash my dad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash my dad. You are too trusting English, grinned the Soviet swine. So, the evidence, just so I understand it, incriminating Maeve, mm. is that she was once a little bit weird on Skype and. Oh, no, that's it. No, but that Tony doesn't trust her. We haven't had that confirmed. According to Bella. Talk about crowbarring in some fucking intrigue for Maeve. I just think it's funny that he suddenly realised he needs to pick somebody and he hadn't thought ahead who that'd be. So <laughs> and he like... kind of put himself into a bit of a corner with it being a woman, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? So the he's special like, one has do to you be remember uh, Janine? She worked there for a week as an intern. No, we don't, because you never <laughs> mentioned her. There's a dinner lady in Steel's Pops and Pans. It's probably her. <laughs> just then... The obviously physical wreck of a man from the church <laughs> approached the happy couple at oh, the top table. This is the <gasps> raspy, rattly, the this phantom. is the guy in the big hat and the the, the long coat, the dressing mm-hmm. gown. Again, Belinda had to admit he was vaguely familiar, but still couldn't place him. So that would mean if it is Bish, that she's not the special one. Why? Because the special one met Bish. And would know immediately. And would know immediately who it is. But he's got a massive hat on and like a big coat. Well, yeah, but I'd still recognise you in a big coat. (laughs) (laughs) Noticing the man, Tony shook his head 
in total disbelief. <gasps> Uh-oh. Is it Tony's dad? It couldn't be. It was impossible. He'd been reported dead for over six years <laughs> oh, now. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But deep down, Tony knew it. <laughs> it was unbelievably oh, his long-lost brother. <gasps> make this exciting but we're learning it all now yeah exactly there's no attention at all we don't give a shit George George (laughs) Tony shouted and ran to hold his physically broken younger brother in his arms so has he just staggered from wherever he was missing from why has he waited till his wedding day to like reveal himself Lieutenant George Sylvester Retired SAS and, until six years ago, a senior black ops operative (laughs) with Green Sword Global Corporation... Oh, God! I'm going to cry! ...had been a mercenary for hire, operating out of the Arabian Gulf. What is happening, Jake? What is happening? Tough and extremely capable. (laughs) He was known as a man. A dead man? He was known as a dead man. He was known as a man whilst admittedly still young, who would take no shit from anyone and was acknowledged as the ultimate craftsman in his chosen field of penetrative insurgents. (laughs) Excuse me, the what? That was... (laughs) Penetrative insurgents. Isn't that a thing that you can ask for in a brothel? (laughs) I think it is. It's extra, but yeah, yeah, you can ask. It's on the menu. Who is this cripple thing? Oh my god. Gregor, you're not a fine fetter of a man yourself. Honestly, work on your nicknames because they're offensive. Spat the Countess, Sarah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's more my fault, I feel. Replicating the general thinking of the guest list en masse. Was, what everyone was thinking, who's this? Who's this cripple thing? It's not cripple, cripple thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's not. It's not PC. It's not PC. George? Is it you? You're alive? <laughs> well, if it's George, then yeah. Tony turned round to his father and shouted, Father! (laughs) Papa! Father, come here, quickly. It's your son, my brother, (laughs) and Giselle's brother-in-law, George. Oh, that one. Returned to us by some matrimonial miracle. It's a matrimonial miracle. Wouldn't you just be like, look, or like, Dad, look. Get on with it, he's been dead six years. The room erupted in applause. Mixed with mirth <laughs> and some pity at his limping form. Some pity at his limping... He's been dead. Mm. He's back from the brink. Just be happy. Tony's father, Colonel Reginald <laughs> Anthony George Sylvester, strode across the room, shaking his head, tears rolling down his cheeks. Oh, my God, this is oh. so emotional. It's like surprise, surprise. The three men clutched each other in a quiet celebration of living life... <laughs> And sobbed for unbelievable joy. What an emotional bubble. Belinda blinked. Oh, my God. She knew she'd seen him somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was that dead brother. I saw him at the morgue. That's where I saw him. An old black and white photograph on Tony's desk. How old is he? Why is it black and white? How nice he's not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Ever the emotional uh, character in this book. Such a fucking robot. How nice he's not dead. Belinda politely excused herself from her bubble. (laughs) 
<laughs> I knew she was still in that bubble. Because she needed the loo. In her experience, happiness moved the bowels as much as the heart. Oh my God. And <laughs> coffee. Coffee and happiness. <laughs> so she needs a shit, basically. Every time you're really happy, you need a shit. <laughs> Maybe that's what she's learnt to be unemotional. That's what oh, it yeah. is. She is. She's bunged right up, isn't she? As she sashayed down the rambling varnished hallway floorboards to the powder room, <laughs> Belinda tripped over <gasps> a genuine snakeskin cowboy boot. <laughs> a genuine one? Oh my! What? <gasps> Hang on, what does that mean? <gasps> Sterling's not there. It's a cowboy! Giddy up, missy. <gasps> Had a familiar voice. Why on earth would he be there? I don't care. What is this guest list? Belinda swivelled on her belly like a lost fish washed <laughs> upon the seashore. <laughs> Throw her back in. Jim Sterling, she gushed. Eat me, he replied. Eat, Eat me. me? What does that mean? I don't know. He's got a sausage roll down there these days, doesn't he? <laughs> flaking pastry and shit. Oh, God, No. They're at a wedding. She's in, she's on that lovely floor. To be fair, everyone will be distracted with the, the emotional scenes. Yeah, that's so true. If she wants to give a quick blowy in the corner, Well, no, fine. she's running to the bathroom. Oh God, yeah, her Don't bowels are moving. why she was running. Belinda carefully unzipped Jim's leavies. <laughs> <laughs> the old leavies, yeah. How's he spelt it? L double E V double E. Levy 501. <laughs> the old Levy's twisted. Belinda carefully unzipped Jim's Levy's as quickly as she could in her half delirious state. She carefully inspected his appendage, wondering how the toll of time and use had aged it. Well, it won't be aged, but it's whether it's, like we discussed before, whether it's properly taken. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, is it now just a beautiful finished peen? Well, James, she need not have worried. Marco Origuez had indeed created a monument to womankind meant to last. Created? Jesus, what is it? (laughs) Is it in the shape of a woman? It's that armless statue just (laughs) in his trousers. Belinda greedily engulfed Jim's rising penis in her mouth. Rising? Mm. So it's it's it's, flaccid. It's on on the harden. It's on the turn. It's definitely on the turn. (laughs) He grabbed her tits but was being frustrated by Chiara Montague's final stitches. Oh. oh. Gee, Belinda, this dress of yours is some fine fit. How do you get out of it? Belinda struggled to answer through her cock-stuffed mouth. Just take it out. We're serving tonight a cock-stuffed mouth <laughs> on a bed of rocket with a beautiful uh, piquant uh, dressing. Jim, stop messing about. Oh, sorry. Jim. Stop messing about. <laughs> do suck me hard. The face you're doing is genuinely repulsive. He did the Sorry. hand as well. He did the hand. There was no need for the hand. It was all delivered with such a plot. I'm going full method, guys. I hope you appreciate it. Tear the fucking dress off with those massive hands. You know, if he tears the dress off, she can't go get it back on, obviously. So if he tears it off, she's going back to that wedding with nothing on. Oh, fuck. Just preparing you for that. Tear the fucking dress off with those massive hands. <laughs> Why Why has her voice entirely changed when she's got a cock in her mouth? It's so much deeper. Why is she such a bloke? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Tear off my fucking dress. <laughs> Jim, you bastard. Jim, stop messing about. Just fuck me hard. Tear the fucking dress off with those massive hands. <laughs> Where's she from now? Jim needed no further bidding and Belinda shed her dress 
as a lizard would shed its scales. She sat on top of his king-sized cock. That's what they call big twixers. King size. <laughs> fucking him for all she was worth. Oh, how she did enjoy being back in Texas. Yeah. I think Texas was in her. (laughs) With the might of an Olympic rower, Jim pulled Belinda towards him and back. Towards him and back. Oh my gosh, like really like... Towards him and back. How long is it? Until it became clear he was going to offload his essence all over the matte varnished floorboard. Oh Oh my days. It is a nightmare to get essence out of matte varnished floorboards. (laughs) I feel like it's a similar finish to a matte varnished floorboard. I'm going to come, he grunted. (laughs) Yeah, we got it, Jim. We know. And also, Rocky, we got it. (laughs) I'm going to come. I'm going to come. I'm going to come. Not in me, you're not, Sonny Jim. (laughs) I have the whole day to enjoy yet, said Belinda as she hopped off his pumping penis. Well, you can carry on the day if you've had sex. The eruption started in Jim's monstrous testicles. Oh, God, God. it's Vesuvius. He's going to (laughs) blow. Take cover. I feel like everyone at the wedding will be like those like really awful <laughs> pictures you see of people cowering from Vesuvius. Like Dante's Peak. Oh my god. Oh gosh. Travelled through his vast deferens and thundered along his urethra wow. into his throbbing cock. That's such a lot of detail. He <laughs> came, he came, basically. <laughs> into his throbbing cock whence he ejaculated a whence? powerful surge. Sorry, a minute of silence for whence. Fuck me, that's brilliant. <laughs> a powerful surge. So it thundered along his urethra into his throbbing cock, whence he ejaculated a powerful surge. Oh. I don't even know if that's right. Is that is that the course of action? Is that where it goes? I don't know. James? Doctors out there, let us know. I mean, I'm the worst person to ask, but it sound, sounds right. Does it, the, it thunders through the... It, it literally thunders through the urethra. Thunders through the balls. Oh no, Thunderball, From... that's a type of lottery ticket, isn't it? <laughs> It's a Bond movie. From the testicles, up the vas deferens. The what, sorry? Vas deferens. Is it, that? Isn't that a ski slope? <laughs> That's Val Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> it goes then... through the testicles, up round Val <laughs> Black run. <laughs> On the ski lift. Mainly cross country. Um, and then in his urethra uh, to his throbbing cock. His urethra is in his cock. I mean, it's all like in the same yeah. Well, you know... I. He came. He came. He came. Sure. he came and he drowned everyone at the wedding. Luckily, Belinda had the reactions of a bobcat. <laughs> As no one says. They do have those great reactions. And managed to duck just in the nick of time. Duck? Jesus! Duck, come on! <laughs> like the fountain in Friends. <laughs> she watched as his teal-covered super sauce... Super sauce? Oh my god, the super sauce. Surged and splattered over the three-tiered wedding gift. <gasps> unluckily positioned behind her ass. Okay, seven oh things to say on this. Oh my god. One, why is the wedding gatto in the hall in the by hall the loose? <laughs> what are you doing? Number two, how fucking powerful has Origuez made those testicles? Wow. Dangerously much. Dang- I would say bring it down a notch it or two. It was a two. pumping penis, Alice. That's You're going to take out to someone's eye. Number three. It's still blue. It's still blue. It's teal now. It's teal. Was it always teal? Yeah, what is teal? I thought it was aquamarine. Now it's like a sort of like. <laughs> Does it fade over time? Is it's it a fade? more is muted teal colour. More... Teal's the colour of James's sofa. What a great reference for a podcast. <laughs> 
oh yeah, that's just covered in jizz now. <laughs> oh, right, that was cream. Um, no, but for you, because everybody else in the world knows what teal is. Okay, yeah. good, fine. Oh, well, they can't eat that cake now, it's ruined. Actually, knowing them lot, they'll probably want it more. They'll be like, oh, it looks delicious, is that jizz? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Gasped the knackered tycoon. They both looked at the cake, dripping in 250 million flicks of blue semen. <laughs> 250 million flicks. <laughs> They've Jackson Pollocked it. Well, that's how much you come, isn't it? You come like millions every time. Yeah, but not 250 million flicks. What's, what's a flick a measure of? What's that, what's that unit? It's like per little sperm. Is that per sperm, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. They don't call them flicks, though, do they? <laughs> what Rocky calls sperm. <laughs> I think it's quite snazzy, mused Belinda. I've seen similar things at the Tate Modern. <laughs> oh, wow, she's so cultured. <laughs> I've seen some artwork that looks like jizz, actually, yeah. Wipe yourself clean, Jim, and see you on the dance floor, big boy. I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm not even like, I'm so sorry, someone's just jizzed on the cake. <laughs> just going to let them eat it. <laughs> With that, Belinda threw a tablecloth over her naked body. <laughs> well, Al, you did say that she couldn't... Well, this is a thing. ...put that dress back on. So she's thrown it over her body. Is she accessory? How is she even tying that around herself? <laughs> I imagine... Do you ever see The, the Little Mermaid? Also, oh, kind of toga style with You some know when, rope. like, that weird kind of seagull dresses her up in that bit of sail? Yeah. And there's ropes, like, <laughs> cinching her in at the... To be fair, the she looks fantastic She in looks it. so hot in that. She I does. know, she does. <laughs> Uh, so with that, Belinda threw a tablecloth over her naked body, wiggled those bum cheeks and sashayed back to the wedding reception party. I like the idea that you're manually wiggling the bum cheeks. They don't just happen when you <laughs> sidle back into the room. She's choosing to do that. Mm. She's like, right, extra effort. I feel like she did that just to say bye to Jim, though. Just like wiggled them like... <laughs> she should be careful. She'll have a Tony hand up that crease if she's not... Well, James. What? Alice. What? Goodbye, because that's the end of the chapter. Oh, <laughs> should that be our new sound? <laughs> Just going to wiggle my bump cheeks <laughs> at you guys. So Tony's got a long lost brother. Long Hello. dead brother. Long dead, now alive, <laughs> resurrected. But it sounds like he is resurrected, because it sounds like he's not a well man still. Yeah. He needs a shower at the very least. <laughs> Does a shower sort that out? <laughs> shower and sort I've got many anyway. broken bones. Do I have a bath? <laughs> You're right as rain, you will. I wonder if he'll become a big part of the Belinda Blink saga now, or is he a challenge to Tony for the title of MD? What, George? Um, Excuse me, Lieutenant George Sylvester. I'm so sorry. I wouldn't be surprised if they've not seen him in six years, but Belinda's been shagging him for the past three. Like, you know, it's it's news to Tony that he's alive, but Belinda's like, Georgie Porgie, what are you doing here? (laughs) Yeah, was it really from that photograph on (laughs) Tony's death? Yeah, precisely. Um, so, right. So back for the disco bit, I'm presuming. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Dancing and a bit of that lovely cake. Ooh. The next chapter's just a track list of what they played throughout <laughs> the night. What's your go-to wedding song? Go. The Grease Megamix. That is so good. Of course. Oh my God. Okay, James. New York, New York at the end of the night. A can-can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. you on mic though, singing it. <laughs> New York, New York. No, you know when everyone's in a circle and they're all just kicking different ways and so you're kicking people in the ankle and stuff. Da, 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 da. You cannot beat it. Jamie? Um, mine's always Don't Look Back in Anger, but again for the end Bloody of the... Bloody hell. Uh, <laughs> very appropriate. End of the night. Oh no, shall I go with Hey Jude? I'll go with Hey Jude. All right. <laughs> the drugs don't work uh, by the verb. Smack my bitch up by the <laughs> 
Yeah. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Come on, everyone. <laughs> hey, Auntie Jean. That is a showstopper <laughs> and I'll hear no more about it. Um, so please do join us again next week for chapter three. But in the meantime, get in touch. Let us know how you're feeling about this book. We're on Instagram at my dad wrote a. We're also on Twitter at dad wrote a porno and you can find us on Facebook. And if you want to be the first to hear about all things my dad wrote a porno, be it live tickets, top secret projects that we're working on <laughs> with the special one potentially, uh, just anything that's happening with us, then sign up to our mailing list at mydadwroteaporno.com. Well, guys, they did it. They it's official. They did it. They're bloody. They have a new symbiotic relationship that world calls marriage. <laughs> yeah. To Mr. and Mrs. Sylvester. Cheers. Cheers. Don't eat the cake. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.